I want a life where I can be more honest and straightforward and just not have to hold on to secrets, which unfortunately the current life just doesn't afford me. And a bunch of secrets which I understand on some level. I don't know. The whole thing is very curious. I was contacted recently by the phone hacker John Draper Crunch, which brings up a lot of really interesting questions. I wanted to start this podcast by talking about that. Because people may be familiar with Stone Ape, maybe familiar, I think maybe either a short funk or a long funk, maybe familiar with Floss Weekly, I think maybe Floss Weekly number 32, but as I say to people frequently, I don't have that form of autism, so it might be another Floss Weekly that I appeared in back in the day, you want to hear a really old Tom on some USB microphone that, well, who who knows how that whole thing worked out. Anyway, so, uh... Yeah, I've talked a bit about John Draper Crunch historically. I wrote about him in his biography. He approved his biography and it was published. And if you want to buy his biography again, you can buy it online on eBay, apparently. Uh, I wouldn't recommend the secondhand book market. I sold it for like 200 bucks. I was like, what on earth? Like, this historically was what self-publishing was, but as I have my stuff on self-publishing, apparently can't get that stuff anymore. Um, everything's changed. What hasn't changed is that John Draper Crunch and I go back many, many years. And we have a very interesting history, some of which is documented online. Barbalay's log has a photo of me and, and the Crunch Man. And, yeah, it's very strange because people around me have this assumption about what my relationship with John Draper is. And it's kind of curious because it asks a bunch of, I mean, it offers a bunch of questions associated with what is the nature of various kinds of interaction i don't necessarily want to use the term abuse but abuse is the important term there's another term which i'm not even going to say out loud i was thinking about this actually that my female friends have been not explicit but incredibly candid associated with the natures of the abuse that they've faced and of my male friends most of them have just gotten to the level of either describing certain abstract aspects of physical abuse or certainly the other kind of abuse, mainly verbal and just generally curious. But clearly the statistics, particularly those associated with churches, indicate this number is probably far greater. And I have a degree of honesty which exists in the biography of John Draper and also with a certain number of my interviews um, mainly in podcasts or just discussions and podcasts. So if you're listening to this podcast and you've never heard me talk about John Draper previously, there are a wide variety of sources out there that no one apparently has listened to. I remember actually when John Draper's biography was published, I said to my boss at the time that this might be something that got some media attention because in my I, I offered a written account, a formally written account of my experiences with John Draper Crunch. And I don't know if it's interpretive, but it's a very curious thing that I have this thing that is still in my life without any degree. I mean, there's certainly some external resolution, but my view is that there's just an old man in an old old folks home in Las Vegas who at a number of points in my life has been a pretty, well, I mean, not a good friend, but like someone who's actually cared in terms of making contact and maintaining contact and certainly with regards to historically his energy blockage removal i insisted that that was included in his biography 
because that was the experience of me and everyone else that ever met John Draper Crunch. And not to write about it seemed decidedly dishonest, which is very curious to actually say out loud, but I will say it out loud. Anyway, John Draper Crunch got back in contact with me and he indicated that very few people visited him in the nursing home. And I thought, this is just the right thing to do. Like, it's very curious. I'm married. I have two amazing daughters. I'm at a place in my life where I can visit this old man in a nursing home and say hello to him and talk to him about his new podcasts and maybe talk about old times. Like, I knew his brother, Ron, and my hope is that Ron is still with us. I don't know. I hope to find out more about Ron and so many friends, some of whom are explicitly no longer with us, and you can read more about that in the John Draper biography. Maybe at some stage in my life in the future I might talk more candidly about this, but it's an interesting example of what just feels like, perhaps completely wrong-headedly, the right thing to do. And although I can't talk about current circumstances, and probably never can talk about current circumstances honestly, the right thing to do just seems to be something that I found with a particular issue to be missing currently. And what always surprised me is I always, I mean, like, I'm not a conservative. I might sound like one. I certainly don't in the Stone Ape podcast. Well, actually, people alleged I was a conservative from... Oh, so strong. Even Heron Stone, like, when I told him this, he was like, what on earth are they on? Like, well, no, he didn't say that explicitly. I paraphrase what he said. But you don't need to know exactly what Aaron Stone said. He said something along those lines. So obviously the interpretation of a listener can be very great. And I think to myself that I love being married. Like married life, I'm an advocate for. I'm not a, I don't know, sanctity of marriage person. I'm a, like, if if gay folk want to get married, let them get married. It's great. I have a sister-in-law and who has a wife and it is the best, most natural way to work out a series of problems there is strength in twos, just, perhaps, a little. So, yeah, I'm very strange about marriage. I, I kind of hope people do get married. I understand some people will never marry. And certainly through the nonsense I'm dealing with, an unmarried man has really taken the effort here. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where I sit on the social spectrum. I'm really concerned about the expansion of NATO as well. Like, no one understands the history of that. And I'm like... So are you in favor of the Russians? Are you against the Ukrainians? What, what is it Earth is this thing about? Because I know stuff that I try even to describe to people about Nazi history and legacy and the fascinating things about the, not, well, not the Nazis, the neo-Nazis in the Ukraine need to be talked about, particularly associated with their roots in football hooliganism. You might hear a pattern here that the world is just all too mysterious for Barbalay and Quite frankly, I don't know. I don't talk about Slavs, let's just say that. So, what I wanted to say here is that I think we need to have a code associated with how we interact with people and with wives in particular. They should be completely and utterly untouchable. And if the person who knows who I'm talking about and is listening to this podcast hears this, I'm just going to put that out there. I had wonderful conversations with a number of folk. I've reconnected with a gentleman and I'm going to record on my rules of better shortly based on my conversation with that gentleman. But all being said, there's something really profoundly wrong with what's going on that I'm not able to talk about currently, probably never will be able to talk about. The whole thing is very curious. I use the term a morality play with my father to describe what is going on 
currently that I'm once again on the fringes on. I think I've recorded a podcast about this, but going and seeing John Draper Crunch, which I'm trying to, I mean, he's not communicating with me now. I was like, okay, so what are the days that the nursing home is open? It's a nursing home group home. People will have seen his probably GoFundMes pretty actively. I just, you know, the end, the end of life, let's call it implicitly what I'm saying here, even for the most demonic of people, should probably be something that we hold with certain degrees of esteem. And I just feel like there's nothing in this story that indicates strongly that I should hold a personal passion or judgment in this circumstance. This is just someone who has been in my life for a majority of it, not always in a positive light, always connected with the likes of Apple co-founders and other curious things, which really make this story even more curious. Anyway, I wanted to record a long funk just because I think I've been as obtuse as I possibly can here with regards to everything that's going on. But I really am deeply concerned that the mistreatment of people's wives just is nothing that I ever... I mean, this whole thing is complicated, but it's not something that I just want to be in any way a part of. And certainly with regards to this matter, which will be talked about no doubt sometime in the next year, potentially, wives, I think, are sacred in this process, which strikes me as very curious and sane, but just needs to be said explicitly because I hope there's some addition to this nonsense and it's not just pure stupidity, but it strikes me that this is being said in a space, a community, where... Somehow it needs to be addressed, but I have certain parameters that I'm not willing to put into play here. So, to be continued somewhere, some stage, somehow. For the listeners into this podcast, I was going to send shout-outs to people, but I think I'm probably going to save that for for my rules are better, because that's where really a lot of the shout-outs deserve to be. Uh, But yeah, it's a very strange time currently, and I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm just so wanting to just go back to some degree of normalcy which probably never really existed and probably never could exist while living in las vegas working remotely thankfully still working might i say as well thank you for bearing with this if none of this makes any sense to you my wife is under a firm impression that i speak in riddles continuously and this is probably the nature of the problems that i face i think the problems that i face that is that i need to speak in riddles in order to work with the constraints that are applied to me. So, Tom Barbalay in Las Vegas, Nevada, something I can explicitly say, signing out.